You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host on PetLifeRadio.com. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Hi, welcome to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, Director of Training and Behavior at St. Hubert's Animal Welfare Center in Madison, New Jersey, and your host. Puppies and dogs need clear boundaries, rules, and guidelines set for them, or they will do exactly what pleases them. Basically, they're just as selfish as we are. It's sort of the what's-in-it-for-me attitude. So, for example, dogs chew because it feels good. They jump on counters because they find food there. They jump on people because it's part of their greeting ritual and people unfortunately reinforce it. And they play keep away because the family chases them. So basically, you get where I'm going with this? These are all intrinsic behaviors in dogs. And what you need to do is make a list of non-intrinsic behaviors that are highly desirable to you. This week, we're going to focus on greeting people. Dogs jump up to greet people because this is what dogs do. It's natural for them. However, if you do not teach them an incompatible behavior and stop rewarding the jumping, it will not go away on its own. People ask me to, should you punish the behavior? And I don't think punishing the behavior makes sense. When you punish behaviors without teaching the appropriate behavior, you're basically just making your dog frustrated, conflicted, and neurotic. So let's begin to find ways to teach your dog how to greet people appropriately so your guests will be happy and not mind coming over and your dog will enjoy learning. So before we begin our training session, rev them up a little bit by playing some tug. I always like to start off my sessions, as you know, with a little bit of play with my dogs and engage them into this. So I've got my tug toy ready and actually I'm going to probably gross you out today because my treat of choice is tongue. Hey, my dogs love, give it a try. So we'll take a short break to hear from our sponsors. When we return, get ready to have some fun. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's Pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Spills, pet messes, and dirt are unavoidable, but the stains and odors they cause are not. Spot Shot Instant Carpet Stain and Odor Eliminators, non-toxic, environmentally friendly, and biodegradable formula, safely and permanently eliminates the toughest carpet spills and stains, even pet messes. Approved by the Carpet and Rug Institute, Spot Shot neutralizes odors with powerful dual odor eliminators and utilizes an anti-resoiling agent to protect carpets from future stains. Spot Shot products can be found at Walmart, Petco, Lowe's, and your local grocery retailer. For more information, visit SpotShot.com. Get $5 off the admission for the hit movie, Marley and Me. Just go to PetLifeRadio.com and click on the Marley and Me banner for details. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win with Dogs. 
Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Welcome back. This is Pia Silvani, host of Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be working on teaching your dog an alternative behavior, or maybe a few of them, when he greets people. There's not one solution for every dog or for every problem. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you different methods that you can try with your particular dog. Hopefully, one will work for you. But I find the key factor is if you don't practice and you're not consistent, it's not going to work. So let's start off with method number one. And I call this, obviously, sit for greeting. Yes, this seems logical. And it's probably the logical choice, but it's not as easy as it seems. To try to tell a dog that is excited or aroused to sit usually doesn't go well. People say he doesn't listen, he can't hear, and he doesn't comply. Well, he's already above threshold, so it's going to be difficult for a dog to comply when he is above threshold. So start off by asking your dog to sit before you pet your dog. Most dogs will sit for a treat, and they sit maybe before you feed them. And why is that? Well, they've been rewarded many times by you for offering that sit for that particular behavior and in that context. So they're expecting a reward. So you basically can pattern the exact same thing for greeting. If you never touch the dog unless he's sitting, if we're jumping anytime you're greeting, he will get in the habit of giving you an automatic sit. So obviously this is not an easy task since you're not only training your dog, you're training the people that come over. And of course the people always say, it's okay, it's not a bother, I don't mind. So training the dog is the easy part. So you've going to have to remember to begin with family members first. So do not allow anyone to enter your house who are family members without getting your dog to sit first before they're greeted. If they don't sit, they don't get the greeting. You can give a verbal hello, but no touching. So let's start off right now. What I want you to do is, I want you to rev your dog up a little bit with your tug toy. So he starts to get real excited over it. So this way he's sort of jumping in the air and you're getting highly aroused. And tease him if that doesn't do it. Tease him with some treats. Try to do something to get your dog revved up. Maybe with another toy, bounce a ball. And immediately tell your dog to sit. When he sits, I want you to tell him yes and pet him. Pet him calmly. Make sure that your voice is calm. Remember when we were working on stay, we wanted to make sure that everything was really calm. This is another behavior that you want to ensure that your dog sees you as being calm. The more wound up you are, the rougher that you pet him, he's going to end up getting pumped up and then he's going to jump. 
So one more time, we're going to do this several times. I'll repeat it again. What you're going to do is you're going to rev your dog up any way that you can and then quickly stop what you're doing, freeze, tell your dog to sit. The second he does, I want you to pet him very calmly. If he should get up during the petting, immediately take your hands off of him. Okay, so don't continue to pet him. Even if he's standing there, standing is not part of it. This is reinforcing the sit. Tell him to sit again, start to pet him calmly, and then give him a little pat-pat. Okay, you can get up now. When you're done, then rev him up again. So you're getting them all wound up. Freeze, hands off, whatever you're doing. Tell the dog to sit. And again, if he doesn't sit automatically, just wait him out. Don't keep repeating sit over and over and over again. Again, that's just going to only, it's only going to excite the dog. It's not going to calm him down. Your goal is to have him go from high energy to low energy. So tell him to sit calmly scratch them, maybe behind the ear. Uh, dogs like to be scratched with your finger between their chest bone. Real nice, maybe under the chin, maybe just nice petting over the head, very calmly. Again, if the dog gets up, your hands fly off of him, you take them away, tell him to sit again, put your hands back on, give him a nice ear rub, wherever your dog likes to be touched is nicely. And greetings don't have to be long. Just think about how you greet your family members. They don't last for long periods of time. They're quick, they're brief. Um, It might be a hello kiss, it just might be hello and you're done. Give him an okay and allow him up again. So you wanna keep working on this. You must be consistent. Be careful, do not allow the dog to jump sometimes and not others. Also, you don't wanna push the dog off with your hands. The second your dog is up on you, I want you to think white pants, muddy paws. And what what do you do if you think to yourself, you walked in with white pants or you have a white linen suit on or a skirt, and now you've got a dog with muddy paws. You sort of do look up backwards matador stance where you, you think, oh dear Lord, get off of me. But you don't put your hands on the dog. So Annie, if you put your hands on the dog, it's going to be interpreted by the dog as attention or even an invitation to play many times. You don't also want to intermittently reinforce it. Remember, we talked about that. If you're randomly reinforcing it, the behavior is going to become stronger. So once your dog is consistent with family members, you can begin to work on the same exercise with guests. You would tell the dog to sit, though if they don't feel comfortable saying sit. Many times dogs are not gonna listen to people at the front door. So you would tell them to sit if the guest goes to pet him, same exact thing, hands fly off, the dog gets no attention, and you move on. All right, that's method number one. Method number two that you can use. To further encourage the behavior, you can use a visible reward to reinforce your dog's sit. So this method is especially helpful with problem jumpers. Whenever you enter a room or take maybe your dog out from the crate, think of a context in which your dog tends to jump on you or others. You're going to hold a visible treat in front of them. If the dog jumps, you're going to quickly turn your back, think white pants, muddy paws, quickly turn your back and walk away with the food reward. Say nothing. You're withdrawing a visible reward and your attention. That's the punishment in this. And that's the good part about it because you're basically taking away something the dog wants as the result of his inappropriate behavior. 
wait a few seconds and try again. So what you're going to do now in this particular training session, you're going to, again, tease the dog now with a food treat in your hand. Okay, wiggle it around, hold it high above the dog's head. Almost, you're almost encouraging the dog to jump up to get it. The second your dog jumps up, turn your back and remove that food treat away. If some dogs, they could be a little pushy, they might follow you around trying to get the dog. Just keep moving away from the dog and pulling the food treat away. If he jumps on you, think white pants, muddy paws. So the dog will eventually learn is that behavior of raising my front paws off the ground brings about you taking away what he wants and not giving attention. So continue to do this. And every time you turn your back, now do not give the treat if your dog jumps and then sits. That's a big mistake that a lot of people make. They punish the dog by withdrawing attention or something visible and the dog says, oh, okay, here. Then how is this? Is this a good sit? And then you're teaching your dog, jump, sit, jump, sit, jump, sit. So when you go back to it, you want to start from scratch. So you need to get your dog up, rev him up, tease him with the treat he should automatically sit once he does tell him yes give him the treat pet him a little bit and then release him go get another treat same thing you're going to rev the dog up tease him have a treat in the air again if even a tiny little jump if those front feet move off the ground a tiniest little bit Do not give it. The dog needs to learn some self-control and to keep fours on the floor. If the dog offers the sit, try petting him first and then giving him the treat. If your dog sort of shrugs you off with the attitude of saying, hey, hold off on the petting, just give me the food, personally, I would not give the treat. So wait him out. He's going to now tolerate some petting, hands-on, in a relaxed sit position then give him the treat and release him with okay. Now, this can come in handy, especially dogs that become really aroused at the front door. If you've got a barker at the front door, what you can do is you can have a little basket of treats either outside the door. You can put a little cookie jar by the front door, the back door, wherever your guests come in and have your guests ring the doorbell. They will then grab a treat in their hand and everybody walks in with a treat. This is also a really, really good exercise. People say that their dog doesn't like the UPS carriers or the mail carriers. But think about it. If every time your mail carrier delivered a mail and brought your dog a biscuit, he's going to have a whole change of attitude. So instead of getting really aroused, thinking he's got to guard his territory, he's going to anticipate a biscuit coming in as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break again to hear from our sponsors. And then rather than drilling your dog during this, just play with him a little bit, give him a little mental break, or you can continue practicing if you didn't have success. I have two more methods to talk to you about once we come back. So we will be right back when we hear a word from our sponsors. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Greetings, human. What planet are 
am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Welcome back. This is Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, your host. We were talking about jumping, as you know, for greeting. And I have two more methods for you to try at home if one of the others don't work. The key behind this, I'm giving you several methods, but you don't want to quickly try all the methods and say, they were not helpful. None of these worked. Reason being is you have to at least give it a chance. So if you're honestly saying, I'm being consistent, I've tried this for two weeks straight, and it's just not working for my dog, then try a different method. Remember, dogs are going to make mistakes. They're learning something different. They're learning something new. You're trying to change behavior, and that's difficult to do. So anytime we try to change a behavior, it's going to take some time. We don't have a magic wand. We can't just erase the dog's slate and make it clean right away. They've got a history. That's why it's really important to start training your dog as early as possible. So let's go to method number three. I call this the say hi or target my hand. If your dog is focused on a person's hand, he's going to be less likely to jump up to greet. This exercise is really also helpful for timid or shy dogs, especially dogs that don't like to go up to people or maybe they don't like to be touched. And I'm not talking about dogs who are exhibiting aggression, but maybe they're a little fearful about going up to people. Also, you can use this exercise to distract your dog's gaze away from something that you don't want him looking at. So I want you to grab a couple of treats, take some small treats and put them behind your back. You're going to now take your other hand with no treat in it and you're going to present it in front of your dog's nose. You're going to say nothing. You're just going to present an open palm in front of your dog's nose. What you're waiting for here is your dog to touch his nose to your open palm. The second you feel his cold nose, 
on your open palm. You're going to mark it with your yes and then give him a treat from behind your back. So the treat comes from the other hand, not the hand that you're presenting. Okay, one more time, take your target hand away. We'll call that the target hand, the hand that has no treats in them. Present your open palm, wait for the dog to touch it. The second he does, you feel the cold nose on. Think of your dog, think of it as you having sort of um, a button and the dog is pressing his nose against the button to turn it on. The second you feel that button, that nose, you say yes and reward him. Now, if he's not, say he just sits there and he's staring at the treats behind your back or he's looking up at you, a little perplexed as to what you're doing and why you're presenting the palm. You can take a little bit of your treat, make sure it's smelly. That's why I'm using tongue today. I'm going to present it to the dog and I can bet you the dog is going to probably sniff your hand. The second he does, mark it with a yes and reward with a treat. Once you get some consistency with this now, move your hand around. Hold your hand in different positions. You don't want to hold it above the dog's head yet, but you might want to encourage him by moving along. So if I'm facing my dog, say my dog is standing in front of me or sitting in front of me, what I might do is present my hand in front of the dog and then bring it slowly back so it's towards my side. So I'm almost encouraging him to get up and follow my hand. As soon as I feel that nose on the palm, I'm going to mark it with a yes, and I'm going to reward with the treat. So the key here is that the dog is putting his nose to the empty hand without the treat in order to get a reward for it. So remember, the food is always hidden out of the dog's view. You don't want to keep the food visible for this particular method. Gradually, what you're going to do is you're going to increase the distance that you can move that target hand so the dog follows it. Take your time and be careful not to progress too quickly. If your dog starts to again stare at the treats behind your back or he doesn't seem to be getting it, take a break. Start to play with him a little bit. You could be confusing him. He's got to learn that what brings about the food reward is his nose touching your hand. Once you're getting consistency with that and you present your hand and the dog immediately says, ah, I know exactly what this means and he immediately touches his nose to your hand then you can add your verbal phrase i like to say use say hi you can use any greeting you want you can say touch if something funny for children bop it some children use use anything you can think of that's easy so the dog right before the dog touches his nose you say say hi you feel the nose yes you give the treat put your hand out the dog goes to put his nose there right before he does it add the cue say hi the dog touches yes and then treat once the dog is doing this easily with you switch hands make sure he's not just doing it with your right hand for example switch off and then have him do with your left hand then have him touch family members have them put their hand out if he goes to touch tell him yes they can reward or you can reward one or the other. This comes in really handy too because if the dog gets really good at this and he's focusing on nose to palm, nose to palm, 
if the dog should jump up or you see him start to jump up, you can quickly put your hand out in front of you so it's in front of the dog's face. So it's almost like you're saying no or stop jumping. And if the dog touches his nose to your palm, you can reward that instead. So he starts to focus on your hand and not your face. And the reason why people ask, well, why is the dog always jumping up onto your face? The breath is a great communicator. Dogs can smell from your breath whether you're afraid of them, whether you're friend or foe. So many dogs like to jump up for that fact, just to get a sense of whether or not you're fearful or not. I tell a lot of my trainers also and people, if you are afraid of the dog, stick a little mint in your mouth so they don't smell the fear. All right, lastly, let's go to method number four. And this comes in nice and handy with, let's talk about when they're greeting people and there might be another dog present. And I'm going to talk about in my next training session, we're going to talk about walking nicely on leash. I'm not going to focus on that in this half hour. But what you want to do is you basically want to walk toward another animal and get the dog to sit. Now, if that doesn't work necessarily, if the dog is too roused, he's not ready for that. So come back in two weeks and we'll talk about that. You can also do what I say is, where's the dog? So, for example, if you've got a really compulsive jumper, you just, you think nothing works. He jumps up and after after I give him a treat, he then just starts jumping again. What you can do is, I call it the invisible dog method. So what happens is you come in, you enter the door, and you can say hello, but you never make eye contact with the dog. So you say hello to the dog, and you look straight ahead, and you walk through the dog. Okay, just continue walking. Once the dog has all fours on the floor, you can turn to pet him. If he starts to jump, you walk away again. Give him one opportunity, one chance only. So again, you walk in, the dog starts to jump, you look straight ahead, do not lower your eyes down to the dog, so you're walking through the dog. Remember, it's the invisible dog. No attention at all. If your dog starts to wag his tail and he comes up nicely to you, reach down, give him a nice little pat. If he jumps up, again, think hot potato hands come off immediately and just walk away from him till he learns that you will pet him. He doesn't have to sit with this exercise, but he's got to keep fours on the floor. This is also really good for guests as well. And the reason why I like it with guests is because you're not asking the guest to greet the dog. Think about it from the dog's perspective. The doorbell rings and the dog is probably at the door first. And now we've got this big gathering of people at the door. Who is going to answer the door? You're trying to hold the dog back. He's leaping in the air. He's aroused. The dog might be jumping. You're trying to tell someone to come in as you're pulling the dog back, which then again is only frustrating him, making him even more aroused. So what you need to do is body block him by stepping in front of the dog. Okay, so you are now blocking the dog from the path to the guest. You say hello to the guest and have the guest come in and you all walk through the invisible dog. Tell people in advance, do not make eye contact with my dog. You can greet the dog after the dog is calm. 
But right now, what you're trying to do is you're trying to prove to the dog that company doesn't come to visit you. They're here to see me. So you come second. I come first. You come second. So don't feel bad for the dog if somebody doesn't greet him. Tell them not to feel bad if they don't greet the dog. And this is the only way that you're going to get through this. So have a seat and relax with your dog for a second and get a piece of paper and pen as you typically do. And again, I'm going to explain one more time the four methods just to briefly go over. The first one is you're going to reinforce the sit. So it's sit for greeting. If the dog gets up at any time, hands come off. So you're revving the dog up and then you quickly tell him to sit and petting him. Method number two is the visible treat. So you have something visible. So you're encouraging the dog to sit and you're changing his association. So instead of becoming very aroused, he anticipates somebody good coming in with a yummy treat and then you move on. Now again, watch for this one because I had Goldens for many years and they took the treat and they would jump thereafter. If that happens, what I did was I crushed a hard biscuit up and I would give one biscuit and then I would toss the rest on the floor and I would tell the dog to find it. So now his focus was a little bit on gathering up the treats. His nose is on the ground, so he's not thinking jump. Because when you think about it, most jumping occurs the first 30 seconds, and then the dog is done. So if you can catch it during that first 30 seconds, you've got to beat. Method number three is say hi. Your hand targeting, so the dog starts to focus on the open palm, and you can keep your hand low, always below your waist. And the fourth method is walking through the invisible dog. I don't see you when you're jumping. You're just not there. So don't forget to check back with us each week for a special guest interviews and more training sessions. I have received many emails from guests and I really appreciate them and I promise that I will cover them in future topics. Keep those ideas coming in. I really like them and I think they can benefit our audience as well. So a special thanks to our producers for making the show happen. If you'd like a transcript of the show or any other of the shows on Pet Life Radio Network, please go to PetLifeRadio.com and click on Teacher's Pet. Also, if you have any questions, further comments, or again, ideas, please email me at Pia at PetLifeRadio.com. So, until next time, this is Pia signing off. Thank you for your interest in Pet Life Radio. Take care. School's in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com.